0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the Daddy Brigade Podcast. I'm Keith, the Bearded Tank.
1: I'm Zach, the Tactical Gnome. And tonight's episode is going to be on EDC gear, or better known as Everyday Carry. Um, Tonight we're doing a podcast without Zach because he's getting ready for his wedding next week. So uh, basically we decided to do one that me and Keith are both very familiar on with the EDC gear. Um... Tonight, normally, I would have some other things on me, but uh, basically, tonight, I've got my brand new Essie uh, Azulu knife uh, that I just got. It's got a nice Kydex sheath with it. Um, also, uh, carry my Leatherman Rebar, uh, my Burnley side Cy- pop um, what else? Uh, let's see, my SOE belt, uh, if you're looking for a good EDC belt to carry... For your pistols, or just to carry a knife on, or anything. SOE, I recommend. Highly, highly, highly good stuff. The wait time is worth it. John and all the guys down there do an awesome job. Just don't make them mad. (laughs) I also have a Recycled Firefighter Minimalist Wallet. Um, Another company that I absolutely, truly, truly like their stuff. Uh, We've had four... See, I've had this wallet for about three years now and absolutely love it. It gets beat up every day in my pocket at work and in my back pocket when I'm not at work. Um, and it's made of recycled fire hose, so it takes a beating.
0: I'm going to have to look into that because uh, my wallet is an old uh, military surplus compass pouch. You know, it's, uh, it's a little uh, rough sometimes, but... Uh, Definitely gonna have to look into that.
1: Yeah, they're I mean like they're nice little wallets. I mean nice little elastic strap. And it will hold up to ten grand.
0: Nice.
1: Don't ask how I know that. <laughs> um, don't worry, I won't. Yeah. We'll Folded, of course, but it will hold up to I've had about ten thousand dollars on it. And um, I've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine six, seven, eight, nine. Nine cards. I think they normally say Six, but I can fit nine in here. Nice. And it still holds them very tight.
0: What other colors do they have? Because yours is. I have uh, the bright
1: orange. I have bright orange and uh, uh, Typhoon uh, camo on this one. Um, I forget which model this is. I believe it's the rookie or the sergeant. Um, They have all different color fire hoses. They also do uh, boot leather. Oh, nice! And they also do uh, dump tarps. Hmm. Um, all the outside material uh, comes in different uh, colorways. I've seen pretty much mainly the Typhoon and the Yeti cryptic camo. Um, there's red, black, all kind of colorways, and they're fairly cheap. I think I think I paid thirty. Oh, that's not bad. Any the guy does it part-time in his garage. He's a full-time firefighter. He does this part-time.
0: Nice. That's awesome.
1: So, with that being said, and us kind of, basically kind of going over what we have on us right now, um, let's get into uh, what uh, what we carry on us every day.
0: Okay. Um, in my line of work, I can't carry uh, my gun on me. It's a little hard to have That in my waistband and have my tool belt on. Um, gets a little awkward and uncomfortable, and but it does usually stay in my car at the job site. Um, depending on where I'm at, what I'm doing. Um, I always have my phone, um, can't go anywhere without that. Um, that's kind of a
1: shame <laughs> that that's now become an EDC thing, right? Um, I mean, granted, I have my phone on me. Every day, too, but it, it, it's a well, shame that it's become such a part of everybody's EDC.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's a primary means of communication.
1: It is. It is.
0: If so- stuff were to go down or something, I mean, you got to have a way to communicate with... Because not everybody carries, like, you know, I have two Baofeng radios upstairs. But yeah. Not everybody carries those around on a daily basis. You'd look a little awkward if you did, unless you were in... A line of work that required you have a radio of some kind. Uh, yeah. Like me, I mean, it kind of looked weird with my bow sticking out of my you know, tool belt.
1: No, you just <laughs> probably would look like one of the uh, white hat guys that you know stands oh, around yeah, and read, the blue super prints radio. all day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, my father in law would kind of. You could be. I work for my father in law. You so. could be the
1: job foreman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> that would be my father in law. He's definitely. He's been doing it a long time and. So I'm, I'm kind of the, the journeyman, I would say, to go with it. If you're talking in union terms, he's the master, I'm the journeyman. I'm, I'm a new journeyman, let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, I've got my phone. It's an iPhone. We'll just call
1: you an apprentice.
0: Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in a Pelican case. Which, I,
1: by the way, is exactly what I have on my phone. Uh, he rocks an Apple, and I rock a Samsung, so we've got both yep. spectrums there. Um, I
0: love the Magpul Field case too. I have that. As I well, never got but... a chance
1: to get one of the Magpuls because they never made it for any of the phones that I've ever had, uh. and I I swear by Pelican cases. I've never had the chance of owning one of their rifle cases. I plan on it, yep. but this phone case. If, if they're a rifle case or anything like this phone case, I, I've i dropped this phone many a time. Oh, yeah.
0: I've dropped mine off a ladder a couple times at the job site. I mean...
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm just impressed at the amount of abuse that this thing has taken.
0: Yeah. The only thing that's had any real issues on mine is actually the charging port cover is missing. Yeah. And I ripped mine case. off, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like actually
1: it's... ripped mine off because it was in my way.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it did get a little annoying, but... Now i got to clean out my charging port every so often because, you know, I get drywall dust or something like that in it. But, I mean, I take my phone out of the case and clean it every so often anyway just to keep it clean. <laughs> um, like I said, my wallet's an old military surplus uh, compass pouch with the one... Oh, Alice. Yeah, the old Alice clip slide on the back. I took the Alice clip off. I tried... Putting it on my belt for a little while just to see. Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. And if it were like a malice clip or something, it wouldn't be so bad. But they, they I'm sure
1: there's it. a way we could rig something into that somehow. Yeah,
0: I mean, I could tear the stitching. I've got Cordura somewhere upstairs with all my burlap for my ghillie suit. Um, but I'm sure I could figure something out. But again, it stays in my front pocket because you know driving and you know stuff. And then with my tool belt, it's kind of gets in the way in the back pocket. It's kind of a personal choice to carry it in the front pocket. Um, And there, I mean, I've got my IDs, some business cards, um, my credit cards. You know, I also carry a, in my wallet, it's a little Trico multi-tool, for lack of better terms. The credit card tools. Yeah, it's it's shaped about the size of a credit card, but it's got uh, different... uh, Allen heads, or not Allen, hex spots on it, a bottle opener, a letter opener. And those are
1: actually TSA compliant, yeah, by the way.
0: Yeah, I know. I've been through the airport a few times with it, never had any issues. Um, I also carry in there, I've got my uh, Dangerous But Good Challenge coin. I yeah, I, you
1: I, I seen your post the other day on that coin, and um, on Facebook there, and like everybody's like, what coin? Like yeah, where did you, this coin come from? Yeah,
0: there's there are little secrets that come with. Uh, I don't know if how many of the new patches have them, um, but some of the old patches came with little. If you read and actually look at everything that comes with the patches mm-hmm. in your order, you'll see where how to get it. Um, but, and
1: I and I have not ordered any of their stuff at all.
0: Yeah, I mean I've got their tumbler, uh, their new tumbler, the stripes tumbler that came out. I've got their yeah, though that's the camp mug. So, um, yeah, I mean, dangerous but good coin. Uh, also, in my wallet's a little Sheffield multi-tool. Um, I just care. It hardly ever gets used, but, you know, just in case. Um, let's I see. had one
1: of those when I was a kid. Um, I believe it was a Leatherman. It could have been a Sheffield. And I lost it somewhere. I don't know where, but I wish I would... Of not lost it because that little thing is awesome, yeah. And they are super, super hard to find and super expensive, yeah. When you do find them,
0: surprising. I mean, I've had this one for I think I got it when I was like 10, I think that's about
1: when I got mine too,
0: yeah. And I mean, and it's uh, like two and a half inches long total, and like three-quarters of an inch wide. That's another thing that's on the little Tricol credit card multi-tool. It's got a little roller on it. It comes in handy sometimes.
1: And for since we're not uh, doing a live video, we're going to post up pictures on our Instagram of all the EDC stuff that we have on us this evening. Yep, definitely. Um, But uh, it's basically, for you folks that are listening, think mini Tiny Leatherman.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, you, you see the big, you know, the typical, like... Uh, folding like pliers and it's got a knife and all kinds of stuff on it. It's like that, but itty bitty. Um, <laughs> that stays, that's what's in my wallet. Then I've got my keys. Um, obviously they go everywhere because I've got my ha- both my house keys because, you know, I've got the garage key, my car key. Um, I've got a dangerous but good pool tag. that says pull to eject on it, flight tag kind of deal. Um a little, another little multi-tool that stays on my keys. It's got a little carabiner on it uh, that I actually got from Subaru because I am a Subaru ambassador. I've had like six different Subarus. I like to spread the word because they're fantastic. The one I have is a 2003 and it's got 190,000 miles on it. Still running strong. I mean, there's a typical little body rust. but Yeah. I mean, it is Subaru 15 fender years old. rot. Yeah, the rear fender rot. Um, and then I've got a uh, Shepard Firearms. Uh, Steel flame tag that I got off of Zach over here.
1: I was going to say, yeah, where did you get that? Yeah.
0: Where, did, where did I get it? Hmm, let me think. I don't th- remember. I th- think you got that, that out of my safe. It. Yeah. Um, uh, Which I still owe you for. Uh, for don't you. worry about it, man. Um, Moving on, I carry the knife that I carry. It's nothing super fantastic. I guarantee the ones that Zach carries, like, dwarf this by, like, 20 or 30 times is because this is an Ozark Trail from Walmart.
1: <laughs> it's a good beater knife.
0: Yeah, it, it, that it is. I mean, and the stuff that, I mean, if I don't have my utility knife on me when I'm at work, like I usually do, I mean, if I'm doing something, you know, if I got to go outside and I got to get something got to cut something open, like we've been laying a crap ton, like 700 square feet of tile. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my back is a little sore because um, that's, they're 18 inch square tiles and we're laying oh. 700 square feet of them. Jeez. Um, but I couldn't find my multi-tool because the place where we're working, the the owner left a whole bunch of crap in there, so we're constantly moving stuff back and forth, and I couldn't find my knife. So pulled this out, cut the mortar bag open. It does the job. It's not anything fantastic, but it works.
1: And um, see, that's where the reason we're doing this is because there's a difference between Keith and I and... Um, what we carry. Yep. Definitely I carry a little bit more expensive stuff. Not because I have the money to afford it. It's because the expensive stuff, I, I like it. I, yeah. I mean, I like a lot of the higher end knives. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, it comes down to use what you like and use it often.
1: Yeah. I mean, at one point in time <laughs> I had a uh, Rick Hander knives, uh, custom knife maker here out of Ohio. And um, I believe it was, knife I was carrying around on me, and it was a user, and people were like, are you nuts? I'm like, no, No, I'm using it. it. That's what it's meant for.
0: Right. That's that's like old people driving a sports car. I mean, like a high-end sports car. I mean, drive it like it's meant to be driven. I mean, I understand you're having a midlife crisis or something. Are you talking
1: about like the old dude that has the blue Lambo?
0: And the, the one older guy that drives a silver Ferrari, a yellow Ferrari, a red Ferrari. That's Dave Flynn. I don't know who. It is. I think it's Dave Flynn that but, has all yeah, the Ferraris. And, and you see, there's like uh, probably late '70s lady that drives a freaking STI around.
1: Yes. I
0: was like, what? Yeah. Come on.
1: Um, I've seen that quite often. Super. Yeah. I've seen a lot of older people driving souped-up STIs, and it's like your grandson just did this to your car for a reason.
0: Yeah. He's hoping for a nice inheritance. Yes. <laughs>
1: Because I know you don't know anything about right.
0: that. And I mean, it's a six-speed. I, mean, I mean, props to the old people driving you know, manual transmissions because hardly anybody does anymore. Hey, uh, we can
1: wipe out a whole generation if we just switch back to cursive. Yeah, manuals, cursive and, and five-speeds. And manuals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I always like to carry some a notepad and a writing utensil. I mean, it's not necessarily always the one I've got sitting here in front of me. I mean, I've always got a pencil for work. I've always got a scrap of paper, or something that I stick in my pocket, just something that if I have to you take notes. Because um, you know, if we need something from Depot, yeah, quick jot down. It's easier than pulling out your phone when your hands covered in you know mortar or drywall mud or something like that. So pen and paper always comes in handy. Um, and then my nicotine fix. You know, this I turn into a real bad bear. Really mean Dude you
1: drive a Subaru So we obviously Figured oh. out you vaped
0: Oh don't even Start that crap I mean Okay but It, it got away from You know chewing Because that's what I did For the longest time And my wife Kind of got tired Of the stuff in my teeth And then I said so For a while I switched to the pouches And it was better But You know I quit, I quit They don't give you Enough nicotine No with the pouches. no No they definitely don't Even when I got I got the camel Snus? Stuff Yeah And I got the large pack
1: mm I've tried both. <laughs> and, um...
0: Yeah. I mean, this... Uh, the flavor I've got right now is frickin' strawberry cupcake. So, I mean, it's not like it smells bad.
1: Cool clouds, bro.
0: Yeah, right? Here. There you go. There's your there, cloud there, for There's you. your cloud.
1: <laughs> we get it, dude. You vape.
0: Yep. But, you know, I gotta have my nicotine fix. It smells good. The wife doesn't mind it. That's... Like I said, I quit for a year. And it was when we found out we were pregnant with my youngest, and life started to get a little stressful for me because, you know, four kids in my house that's sitting here that's 672 square feet. Um, And it was a boy. We've got three older girls and one boy. Uh, The youngest is a boy. It was a big change. I was freaking out a little bit. Um, Moving on. But you do it well. You do it well. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I do, but you know, I try my hardest. So the wife's actually out of town, going to uh, Arkansas. She left this morning at like nine thirty. She won't be back until probably midnight Monday night. Wow! Props
1: to her for driving out there like by yeah. herself.
0: Well, she's going to see her friend from school who got engaged. She's gonna go take her engagement pictures, and because my wife's a photographer. Um, nobody crying (laughs) yeah kids are upstairs watching a movie playing around so we just heard something crash and it was like uh like nobody's crying we're good (laughs)
1: typical dad moment (laughs) yeah that
0: moment like uh what but uh oh and I carry a little flashlight uh the one I have in front of me little that thing is not little no this one specifically is not little it's not the one I normally carry it's just the one that I couldn't find because you know I was up till 2 o'clock helping the wife get ready to go last night (laughs) Uh,
1: And by not little, folks, I mean this thing is...
0: It's a little bit bigger than a quarter around by probably four inches long. It's still only one LED, but it runs on three triple A's in a little... Of course, the wrong end wants to open.
1: The little uh, carrier that they have. Yeah, the little
0: carrier thing. And now, by no means is this like a Streamlight or anything. Um, I think this is a... Yeah, See the little carrier. Yeah. it's like a 5 or $7 performance tool flashlight that uh, I bought when I worked for uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Um, so, I mean, and of course I put the carrier back in backwards, so now it doesn't work. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, fail moment there.
1: Now, some of them, I don't know if that one will do it, but some of those ones with the carrier, um, I have seen that you can take that out and replace it with a... Um, 18650 or an 18350?
0: This definitely wouldn't fit a 650. It's a little short.
1: There are batteries. There are certain ones that I know would fit.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, the smaller version of the 18650. Oh,
1: the... uh, Is it the 14?
0: I don't remember what it is, because, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, the 18650 doesn't fit. <laughs> no, 18, yeah, I pulled out one of my old mods that tried to burn the house down, it actually still had a battery in it.
1: Uh, Hello. there it's like...
0: Well, no, it wasn't the uh, batteries or anything that tried to burn the house down. The charging port, oh. the little metal piece around it came out. Nice. And the cord, the side the grounding part, touched the case and arced a little bit. So yeah, that one's been decommissioned. Um, and that, and I broke the tank, so... I'm a little rough on them sometimes, you know, just the nature of the beast. With the kids, they knock them over, uh, or I drop them while I'm at work or something like that. But, uh, hey, I put it in right the first time that time. I put the carrier back in. Nice. Um,
1: um, one of the other things, since we were talking about lights, is you got your light. I carry a uh, Olight S1R baton. Um powered by a, uh, one of the mini, what is it, the eighteen three hundred and fifty, the yeah. tiny little battery, 900 lumens. Holy it God. steps up to 900, so you have uh, your Moonlight, and I think it goes 80, or it's like 50, 80, 300, or something like that, and then you double-click the power button, it takes it to 600, double-click it again, it takes it to 900. Nice. But it doesn't run real long on the 6 and 900. Yeah. But god
0: is it bright. Yeah. Usually even if it's th- something that bright even you're not at have 3 it on
1: that even long. at 300 it is stupid bright and I was impressed because it's I mean the thing is only probably about 2 or 3 I mean it's about 2 inches big wow. 80, and 3 inches you've seen it it's yeah. it's a super awesome light and it has a strobe Function. And there's other functions that I'm supposed to be able to do with it that I have yet to figure out because I don't know. But it's a freaking bright light, and that seems to be like another thing that a lot of people carry your torches. It's, yeah. and you can get into some serious money with them. I've oh, seen man. some really really nice custom torches. Um, Barrel flashlight company I actually ran into the owner on his way out to uh, the uh, USN gathering. Nice. Got to BSing, and actually, he handed me a patch. Cool. And um, got to BS with him, and his flashlights are really nice and pricey. But they're extremely nice and well-built.
0: Yeah, I mean, most quality things are going to cost you a little bit more.
1: But yeah. But definitely well-built. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, because, like, my flashlight, yeah, I mean, it was cheap, but it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just to be your aluminum little aluminum body it still works but i mean i've gone through i can't tell you how many there's the like the smaller versions that have that same thing you know mm-hmm. the little black ones you see all in the little harbor yeah, freight yeah the harbor bases, little ones. things like that I, those are good for cheap yeah. like
1: garage flashlights yeah. thrown in the toolbox yeah something. i think i've probably people. got like six of them
0: oh i've i've got at least three times that that's somewhere yeah because you lose them I mean, you you know, lose little you gremlins care. that run around and steal yeah. things that you, yeah,
1: that and the ten millimeter sockets.
0: Yeah, yeah, that and the ten mil sockets.
1: Oh yeah, um, thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> uh, uh, since Keith had mentioned his nicotine fix, uh, normally I just have you know a pack of smokes, which I'm trying to quit. Yeah, I need I need to quit. I promised my little boy I would, so I need to. Um, and just like a regular Bic lighter, I used to carry a Zippo. And after handing out a Zippo that a friend gave me that's no longer around, um, he was still around when the uh Zippo got stolen, but it was one that he gave me, and now he's no longer around. And I really kind of regret ever carrying it. Um, I have two or three nice Zippos at home, and um, I mainly, you know. It's sacrilegious, but I use Emberlite cigars. Like everybody's like, Oh my god, I can't believe you're no, using... you nice. Can... Use a match. No. Screw mm-hmm. you. I'm using these zippos.
0: Yeah. But, I mean that's my everyday stuff. Other than, you know, my uh, Springfield XD 4-inch Service Model 9 that I carry in my uh Usually it's in my Cloak Tuck version 1 from alien gear. Um I also have now don't hate me a $20 Blackhawk nylon little holster. I know, I know. My brother actually gave it to me. He's like, hey, you want this? I'm like, sure. I can't say. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: by no means, folks, are we gunfighters. So, But yeah. really, Blackhawk.
0: Well, like I said, my brother gave it to me. I didn't pay yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. And I don't use it much at all. Um, that's one of those occasional things where... I don't feel like putting the cloak tuck in my waistband, so that still is there and hides under everything. Cause... But I'm looking into getting a shapeshifts the at the course carry kit. Yeah. I mean, it comes with a mount for in the car. You just unsnap it from the holster and snap it onto the mount on the dashboard, wherever you put it. Yeah, I have seen and that. And it's got a drop leg expansion, too. I was like... Yes.
1: they. It's not out yet, but it's coming.
0: I, I looked... I was looking at the other night. You can add it on if you buy the core carry kit for ninety nine eighty eight. For another thirty three and some change, you can add the drop leg expansion to it.
1: And then you get what five five setups with that. It's
0: got yeah. That would be because you it comes with a an appendix rig, the standard inside the waistband, over um, the waistband, and outside the waistband with a paddle, and an outside the waistband with the slides. Yeah. So you add the drop leg. They also have shoulder holster expansion, ankle holster expansion. Um, I can't remember what else, but I mean, the basic one for ninety-nine for hundred bucks, you get four options. I was looking into a T-Rex Arms sidecar to try, you know, for appendix, because I mean, it, there, I know multiple people that use it. I mean, the uh, John Lovell, the Warrior Poet, uses a T-Rex Arms sidecar. Uh, my buddy that down in Columbus that runs the coding company and stuff. He also does some teaching. He runs a sidecar. Um, i trying to think who else I saw. Uh, Garen Thumb. Oh, yeah. Uses I think I've seen use a sidecar, too.
1: And the big reason we're talking about holsters and why holsters seem to be prevalent is I am actually in between finding a holster for my Glock 19 Gen 4. Um, we all have different likes. Again, it's...
0: I need you know, to get me a different no.
1: strokes for different folks type thing. And, uh, I've been looking at either a tier one concealed or a, uh, TXC's, uh, holster, which I just found that company, but we're looking, you know, i am been bouncing around and I have looked at the alien gear, uh, shape setup, just like Keith has. Um, but, uh, I want to be able to carry appendix. I've Never thought I would actually want to do it. I've tried one, and uh, kind of like it. But I gotta, I, I really gotta get a holster that I like. That's for right. me. That this one wasn't mine. Um, this was a friend of mine's. Um, I also was looking at G Code, um, or a Haley Strategic. Um, again.
0: Yeah. yeah money. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. a good holster is not cheap. And a but cheap holster is not good. Yeah, cheap holster is not good, but I mean, the holsters like I know the T Rex Arm Sidecar is a hundred dollars, but it's a great holster.
1: I think the one company Tier One. I think it was one twenty nine. Yeah, something like. And that. Um, I can get it in all nice black with the green, yeah. the green uh, zombie green, or the uh, oh yeah,
0: that's like you can get all kinds of different green. options in the. Kydex. So it
1: can match my SOE belt.
0: Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean they're, they're they're expensive, but they're worth it. It is you gotta. You, the best way to find one is, I mean, it sounds weird, but try try it. I mean, you're gonna. It's hard to try them and, and without buying them. If you know friends that own, them, ask people, ask around. I mean, yeah, my brother-in-law
1: has a G code, um, and actually, we found out after I did some research when I was looking at G-Code, that it was one of the um, special edition ones that G-Code and Haley Strategic both worked on. And it's really nice. I actually like it. Um, He won't give it up.
0: No, of course
1: not. Especially now that I told him what it was. (laughs) And my brother-in-law is not big into, like, the whole tactical stuff. Um, He, you know he EDCs a knife and his pistol um and his car keys like that's pretty much it but he um once I told him what it was he's like yeah no I'm not even gonna even remotely he knows the people that need to be known in that industry so he uh he basically flat out told me no yeah no Mm
0: -mm, sorry yeah I mean
1: um one thing uh about the uh my new SE that I got, uh, and that's the E-S-E-E uh, knife, um, the Azulu, is, it's normally a little neck knife, but the guy that I got it off of had put uh, some nice, like, micarta scales on it, and it also came with a really nice custom-built, um, basically Kydex sheath for it with a tech lock on the back. And this is the first thing I've ever owned with TechLock. Not going to lie, I had to look up on YouTube how to open this thing. Yeah. Because I've never owned anything with TechLock. And I really, really, really like it. Um, and funny enough, I didn't realize it. Keith pointed this out tonight when I showed up to uh, record, was um, that it matched my belt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, look at that. (laughs) So now I'm going to have to get a matching holster to go with this. Yeah. Like, now I'm going to have all matching stuff. Um, the, um, that knife I carried tonight because it's brand new and I wanted to bring it and show Keith, um, this will be rotated in and out. Um, the other thing that actually neither one of us mentioned is watches. Oh, yeah. Um, IEDC, a G-Shock, um, Funny, it's black and green too. I don't know what it is with being black and green when I was a kid. You just it
0: like to, the zombie colors.
1: It used, well, it used to be black and red when I was a kid. And still, two of my favorite colors are black and red. But now this toxic green is kind of like yeah, it, starting to really edge in over top of the green, red. Yeah, that bright I like green the mixed in with green. the
0: black. It, it's definitely eye-catching. And um, I can see why it's attractive.
1: Yeah, um, I had the G-Shock. And um, I love G-Shocks. I have beat the... Dog shit out of this!
0: Yeah, thing. I need to get one because uh, I had an Apple Watch that I wore every day, and I kind of killed it. That's why it's you don't buy an Apple one. product. No, 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 no! It still works, but the screen's broken, and not, it doesn't let it touch. Like uh, half nice. the screen won't—you can't touch nothing. Nice. Yeah, so like, I can't pull it off the charger. I can't even put the passcode in to unlock it to get it to work. Oh, yeah. My. and to replace the screen on one of those? Yeah, you might as well buy a new one. And Again, I, I've changed all kinds of... Yeah, I know. G-Shock. I know, G-Shock. Did you
1: see the new ones they actually brought out? I haven't... No. I gotta read up more on them. But supposedly you can connect them to your phone now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, there's the... Uh, Sunto makes one.
1: Suunto... Well, yeah. And initially, the reason I got this G-Shock was a co-worker of my wife's... Um, Told her that she had a G-Shock that she had bought for her ex-boyfriend. He didn't like the colorway, so he's like, "I don't want it." Shortly after that, they ended up breaking up. But um, she paid good money for it. I got it for next to nothing. I think I paid forty bucks for it. Nice. Never been worn. I think this one's like a hundred and twenty dollar watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, G-Shocks are definitely durable. I know Brian Black at ITS Tactical. That's all he wears is a G-Shock.
1: They they take um, a beating. My next one I'm actually looking at um, because I want to get another G-Shock. Again, I'm weird. I want to be able to rotate like oh, yeah, I want I mean, watches to match my gear, like to match my. I want watches to go in and out just like with my knives and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna take this knife, this watch, and this pistol. Like right. So, you change it all up. Um, I've been looking at a um, uh, Mudmaster, G Shock Mudmaster. Eventually, I would like to get my hands on the Master of Mudmaster, but I don't have the extra $800 to be oh, thrown better. at a watch.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, like when I broke my Apple Watch, my wife's like, we can get you a new one. I'm like, no, I won't even bother. Um, the watch I would wear otherwise. Of course, you know the battery died on it, so I haven't been wearing it for like the last two weeks. Is actually a uh, I'm gonna pull out my inner nerd again. Um, it is. A That's a halo big face
1: on that watch.
0: Yeah, it's a Halo Five watch I bought at uh, GameStop when I bought because I pre-ordered Halo Five, the legend, you know, the collector's edition. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've spent probably $600 on Halo games.
1: He spent more money on Halo games (laughs) than I have on Knives.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, I've got every game out for Xbox except for Halo Wars 2.
1: Just please don't tell me you're that guy that runs around with a rocket launcher.
0: No. I mean, it depends on what what game mode you're playing. I mean, there are times where you run around with a rocket launcher because, because Warzone. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I remember
1: playing Halo 2 is that the one that had the big ass tanks and that one little map that had the two little bases on it and there was that big expanse and you would just sit there and just sit in the tank and lob shells at each other
0: Oh yeah that would be uh, blood Gulch yes yeah yeah
1: that was probably one of my favorite maps because you would have everybody run and jump in the word hog and everybody on the other team would jump in the word hog and you'd leave two people behind and they would sit there and just wing artillery back and yeah. forth at each other. The entire game. And I yeah. th- think.
0: That actually started in Halo, the original Combat of All. Oh, God. They, they yeah. remake that map almost every game and call it something different, but. Yeah. It's I, all pretty much the same.
1: <laughs> I just remember just sitting in the freaking tank and just going, yep, yeah, we're just going to lob shells Boop. all day. Boop. Yeah. It was fun. It, w- it, it was amusing. Um, I'm a little bit of a gamer. Uh, I just got Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, my God.
0: Good
1: game. It's an amazing game. Um Rockstar really stepped up. With that being said, Rockstar needs to really now somehow one up themselves yeah, they, they, when they've... they bring out Grand Theft Auto Six. Um yeah. because right now Red Dead Redemption is the largest open world map game out there.
0: Even bigger than No Man's Sky?
1: I don't for console. Let me okay. let me rephrase it. For console. Okay. It is the biggest uh, open world map, um, and it may be—I don't know. Uh, all I know is No
0: Man's Sky, dude. I know a kid; he was used to be my assistant manager. Bought that when it came out. He would literally start traveling before he came to work, instead you know, and it, it would—he well, would leave it on while he was at work all day. Wow! And get home, and it would still be traveling to his destination. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, I, I, okay. Yeah, then maybe it's just for console. Um, but,
0: but yeah, that is for PC and stuff, too. They're going to have
1: to one up themselves yeah, because. They've,
0: they've set the bar pretty high for themselves.
1: I mean, just in the open world, like, we're not talking graphics, gameplay, anything. Just in the open world itself, <laughs> it's unreal. Then you get into the graphics and everything else, and it's like, yeah, congratulations, Rockstar. Now you have to one up yourself.
0: Yeah. It's not like the competition did it, you did it to yourself. <laughs>
1: And I, I always expect great things out of Rockstar. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I kind of can't wait for Grand Theft Auto Six. I am going to be busy playing this for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Because even once the story mode and everything is done, like I'm still going to be. Oh yeah, riding around I've, on horseback, getting I into still bar fights. Haven't
0: completely finished. Uh, Halo Five. I mean, I finished the story of the campaign, but i got to go back and get all the skulls and everything. Oh, yes. All the in- intel. I'm close, but not quite. But, you know, four kids don't get a lot of time to play.
1: I think... I really, then we watch
0: more movies on the Xbox, and I get to play my games.
1: That's kind of what <laughs> happens with us. Um, like, I normally get a couple hours, like, on my weekends off from work. Yeah. To play a little bit, maybe while... Little dude's home from school taking a nap. Like today, he was homesick, so um, he was playing a little bit and decided to curl up on the couch. And uh, I get to sit and play about two hours. And I mean, in two hours, you don't get a lot done in that game. Yeah, no. Like, not at all. Like, when you're having to ride from one point on the map to another, which looks super close until, like, you zoom in all the way and you realize, like... Oh. Oh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Back to a little bit of uh, on track with the everyday carry stuff. Um, Your everyday carry doesn't just come down to what's in your pockets. Um, You're obviously in your car every day for work, right?
1: For an hour and five minutes, one way. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mine's usually, like, Five minutes, because you know I drive to my father-in-law's house. It's a few miles down the road, getting his truck and go to work. Um, but like in my car, I keep water. I usually have a case of water that I keep in my car. Um, I've got you know my first aid kit, my tire pump with and a tire plug set. I've got a little emergency snow shovel, especially with winter coming up. Um, I gave you a couple of them. Yeah. And then I've got... Which
1: hopefully I don't need to use those. Yeah, hopefully not. I mean,
0: with a lot of the stuff that I keep um, in my car and stuff, it's one of those better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, I guess. So
1: Yeah, um, that's a good way to describe that. Um, See, I have two EDCs. uh, uh, One day... For, well, one setup for at work, one setup for not at work, um, because I can't carry any type of knife or firearm at work. So normally, um, it comes down to my Burnley side pop, uh, my uh, Lynch uh, pry bar. Um, it's a little tiny pocket pry bar slash bottle opener. It stays in my bag um, or in my front pocket of my shirt. Um, I also carry a Hinder, Hinder Investigator, uh, pen, and a, um, ITS Tactical, uh, Right in the Rain, um, notebook. Nice. Or no, not Right in the Rain, Field Notes. Field Notes. Field Notes. Um, but it's the waterproof one.
0: cool.
1: That ITS made. Um, I also carry a little fidget thing, uh, it's, uh, from the, uh, Hate Project, which, it's a play on words. Um, it's a pig-shaped bottle opener. Um, the Hate Project, what it is, is they do a lot of uh, charity work. And um, all the money and proceeds go to uh, a lot of good charities. Uh, Run a McDonald House, stuff like that.
0: So, yeah, I mean, the Hate Project sounds... I mean, I don't have anything from them seen all kinds of stuff, and it's one of those things where the charity is an awesome part. I just don't have the extra funds to throw it to it. Yeah, and that's
1: what... <laughs> a lot of the stupid little EDC gear, like, that I have, um, I'm all about donating charities. Um, so, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind throwing, like, money here or money there right. to... Donate to good causes, especially um, children's hospitals and stuff like that. Um, but uh, the one thing, uh, like I had said, this knife that I have on me tonight is not my regular knife. Normally, I carry a Gerber, or it's been it's I've been constantly switching up. It's either the Gerber that I have, which kind of looks like an M sixteen clone from CRKT. Um, but I also have a, um, CRKT squid that I carry or a, uh, Kershaw brawler, um, which is spring assisted and it's a nice flipper and it flips good. And I've had that one for a while and it was one of those like $20 ones that you got at Walmart yeah. for Christmas time. And that thing is an awesome, awesome little knife. Um, yeah. that one stays in the car pretty much all the time.
0: Yeah, it's. I never, I mean, I don't always carry the same knife. I've got three or four. I mean, they're, none of them are high-dollar ones. Like, like I said, this is a We're going to have to
1: get you into at least one nice high-dollar knife. Like, we will have to figure out how to get you into a nice high-dollar knife.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, this one was like a $20 Walmart special. I've got one that I bought at a flea market, um... Simply for the fact it had a window punch or seatbelt cutter. Um, it was spring assist flip open, um, and it set an army on it. I mean, it, it was like $3. It's got a decent edge on it, but, I mean, it doesn't stay decent very well. I mean, I have to... We'll
1: have to run it across my uh Spray Sharpmaker. sharp maker, see yeah. if it helps it.
0: My little whetstone combo thing that I have, it, it does okay, but, I mean, it's old and kind of worn out, so, I mean, it's... I need a better way of sharpening my knives too, because I mean, the ones I have don't keep an edge. They'll take a nice edge, but they won't keep it for real long.
1: Yeah, actually, remind me the next time uh, we record up at my place, I'll show you the uh, Gerber that uh, my wife bought me. It is not an everyday carry knife, um, it's more of a use it for out in the field yeah. or to throw on gear. Um, it's a, the LMF ASEX 2, the one that they issued to the uh, military, to the pilots, and so it's got the, the the knife all around is just a nice knife. Um, It has the seatbelt cutter built in, or not built in, but it has a spare seatbelt cutter on a pouch mounted right on the front of the uh, holder for the knife, for the sheath and everything. It comes with a drop leg, and... Like when I put it on just to mess around and I put the drop leg on and I was like, I kinda feel like Rambo. Like this knife is like excessively big, but it's that
0: ain't a knife. This
1: yeah, is a knife. knife, yeah. <laughs> but it's got the built in um window punch on it is almost kind of like a wedge and it's actually meant for egressing out of uh the cockpits. It's meant mm-hmm. like it is able to break the
0: the half glass. Yeah. Wow.
1: It's a very well thought out knife. Um The handle was insulated, so you can actually use it to cut wires. There was a story out about this knife, and that's kind of what sold me on this knife, was there was a sniper team in Iraq, and the guy had this knife. Um, They were in a building all day, were in the building into the evening hours for Sniper Overwatch. Somebody downstairs didn't know that they were in there, whether it was friendly or not, kicked on the generator and turned on all the lights in the building. Uh-oh. He reached up with the knife and just went yank and cut the cut the wires with the knife and never got electrocuted. Wow. And um there it, but like I said, that's not an everyday carry. Yeah. Knife. That's a knife that I just have. Yeah that's it's um, kinda like my kind well, it's not well, I it's wasn't usable, really, yeah like it's not... definitely a usable knife, but I don't really carry it on me yeah. a lot. It's kind of like one of those
0: things you wear around the house and use it on. Like I would, you know, I had knives that were you'd think were obnoxious. They were cheap, but they were. The longer ones, probably like a twelve-inch blade. But out on the farm growing up, I mean, you carried a knife because you know there's snakes and oh yeah, you got to cut you know uh, round bale strings and I always carried like five or six of those strings at once. I always
1: carried a little Barlow knife, and I think I had touched on that in our first podcast. Like I always had a little case style barlow knife and I still have it actually I'm gonna rebuild it and clean it up and give it to my little boy um, but yeah it's it, it varies like everybody's carry varies from person to person and some people's carry again it all is money value and everything some people's carry will change from day to day so so it, like, constantly can change. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it
0: all depends on the situation, too. If you're going yeah. out for a wedding, your, your, your EDC is going to change a little bit. I mean, you might carry something a little fancier if you've got a knife that you carry. Don't
1: carry your expensive knives with you to a wedding. <laughs> because if you lose them, you feel like shit. Because I've done this. Um, just so happened that I just got this knife back. Um... But, yeah, I felt like shit for, like, three yeah. days after it, and um, I was not real happy, yeah. because... But
0: you'll usually want to stash stuff like that in your car before you go into the reception. I try not to something. stash anything
1: in my car of high value, because I don't trust people. Oh,
0: yeah, I don't trust people either.
1: Especially if you're having your car val- valeted. Like, Ooh. I don't trust anybody. Ooh.
0: Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, so it's always situationally dependent. So, I mean, like Zach with his uh, carry, um, you know, what he carries for work and what he carries when he's not at work, because obviously there are certain limitations while you're at your job. You can't carry certain things or stuff like that.
1: Now, my bag, the one thing is cool is with my bag, I do have a med kit on it, Um, basically like an individual first aid kit. I have a tourniquet. Um, I have another little pouch, another, like, SOE plug here. It's I actually have two SOE pouches. I have a Velcro-backed mesh pouch on the inside pocket, um, basically for, like, phone cords and stuff. And then on the outside, I have a very tiny one, probably about big enough to, like, hold a flashlight, but I actually have a lockpick uh, kit in it. And I've actually had to use the lockpick kit at work, which was kind of fun because, like, <laughs> everybody came to me and they're like, hey, you got your pick kit on you? And I was like... Yeah, why? Like from a distance, it's like, yeah. yeah why do you want to borrow my lockpick kit? Right. Um. And I ended up having to get into uh, one of our manager's offices because he locked his keys in there. Oh, nice. So that was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's always fun. Um, I've had that happen once when I worked at the parts store, but obviously, you know, I don't have a lockpick kit. They're a good we thing. You had to, to use brake brake line and go through the vent that was right above the door and go down. Oh and gosh hook the hook the handle because you know it's one of the handles where when you pull it up yeah. from the inside it unlocks. Yeah, that that was fun.
1: You got you probably should invest in a lockpick kit. It's yeah. like one of those little things. It's good again, good to have and not need it.
0: Get a little set of Bogota flats or something. Yeah, and that's that pretty much my that's wallet.
1: that's pretty much what mine are. Um, and I'll tell you what you it's fun to actually sit and learn because I've had several locks at the house, like just master locks and stupid locks like that. I sat there and you should see
0: my bundle of locks that I have upstairs.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure I could probably pick a few. And I've also got in those, I've got, um, all of my lock picking kit, actually, uh, individual pieces, but as a whole, um, all came from, uh, ITS to Actable. Nice. And um.
0: They actually have a. Uh,
1: they have some nice a, kits on there.
0: Yeah, and they have an article too. You can use the the spring steel or the wiper blades. Yeah, I've and seen they, that. I I did that. I actually had to. I did do it. They they don't last. They last for one use. Yeah. Not gonna lie, lie. yeah, you know, when it's you make one the rage, it's real thin, it gets kind of rough. But uh, I used it to hit the lock on the garage door before I swapped it around. Really oh, nice. Because yeah, it was the lock was backwards and the kids were out there. Oops. And they locked it. And my car was parked in there at the time, and my garage door opener was in the car. Oh, bravo. Yeah. So, I had to pick the lock to, uh,
1: Perfect dad moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, to, uh, get in there and, uh, get to my car and stuff. So, I had to, I had those, I happened to have them upstairs. So, sorry, my dog's a little noisy sometimes. But, uh... Let's just... There we go. Um... But yeah, I got those out, and it, t- it took me a few minutes, because, you know, I'm no master lockpick or anything.
1: Yeah, and it's that's one thing that I've learned. Um, that, that was a Mountain Dew, not a beer. Neither of us are drinking tonight. Both of us are kind of a little bit under the weather. I think uh, my little boy got me sick.
0: Yeah, I had bad Chinese last night. Uh, this
1: weather <laughs> has been just, it's messed with everybody's sinuses and allergies. Yeah.
0: That's an understatement
1: so, um, I mean, pretty much, you know, with the EDC stuff, again, you know, I think I've said it twice now, but everybody's stuff's going to be different. You don't have to go out and buy $350 knives, $400 knives, $500 knives, (laughs) though we are going to get you into a nice knife. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's basically what you carry on you every day. Um... In what you use every day, I carry my bag with me every day. It's a uh, tactical Taylor, um, Millspec monkey uh, collab. It's a nice little bag. I throw my lunch in it and go to work. And you know, it's got a nice big spot on the front for patches. Um, so I've got uh, a few of my favorite patches on there. Uh, basically, I think there's a uh, Andy Frankhart patch. There's a uh, Burnley Knife Company patch on there. There's a Jeremy Horton patch and a Pipe Haters Union patch.
0: Nice. Yeah, my, my bag that I carry, I don't carry it every day, but when I'm taking the computer somewhere or doing stuff like that, I've got my tactical baby gear. Yeah,
1: I Dynamic wish I would have known about them guys more when my little boy was born. They were, I knew about them. But I didn't know as much. Right. And I really wish I would have known about them.
0: They have the backpack version too. And then they have a mini version of the backpack. Oh, really? See, yeah. I haven't so seen So, like, them. you have one that's your diaper bag and then you have one that's like a kid's backpack size. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it's identical to the big one. Just I would like the smaller. kid's
1: backpack for the little guy to wear it. Yeah, a school. I'll have to show it to you. Yeah.
0: They have them in different colorways and stuff too. Um, I've got the, like, the smoke camo. Oh, nice. Um, but th- between that and i've you know if i'm taking my big i say big but it's not really that big the bag's an old uh, hydration bladder bag from Walmart that oh, okay. uses my med kit it's got my cat got stethoscope i've got needle you know it, i've got it's it's basically Sh- just shy of being a trauma kit because I don't have. chest It's funny because
1: or... then I'll uh, see he has more invested in his medical kit than yeah. I do.
0: Well, no, not not really. You know, shop clearance, guys. Shop clearance. I, I do that a lot.
1: But he has a lot of stuff that I don't have in mine. We'll say because I have the basic necessities for like an individual first aid kit and two tourniquets. Um, I also have a set of. Cheers, as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, it all comes down to situational. Cause I mean, I'm not going to carry my med bag everywhere with me, but there are times that I do carry my med bag with me. Like, I mean, fair time. Oh yeah. Fair. I've got my med bag on me.
1: Now, speaking of that with the county fair, um, do you carry at the fair? Yes. I was just wondering because I have not. And, um, you know, I just didn't know if you did. I know people that do. I just personally don't. Because, one, I'm with the little one. And, two, I'm walking around a whole bunch. And the access to the holsters that I have had are not comfortable right. enough to be out walking around and putting in almost eight, nine miles of walking, eating fair food while you're carrying a pistol. is right. probably not going to be a fun day.
0: I mean, mine's not... The last few years... I've actually put it down in my med bag because I carry my med bag at the fair. I mean, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. It's the fair. Stuff, you know, kids are going to fall and scrape their knees. People are going to knock them over. I mean, because people are rude anymore. But uh, so, I mean, it's not necessarily in my holster, but I have it. And I mean, the rules I mean, rule number one weapons, guns, knives, chains, bats, sticks, laser lights, explosives, or fireworks are not permitted on the Canfield fairgrounds. It must be forfeited to police upon your admission onto the fairgrounds. This means guns without a proper permit. That is right in their wording. Oh, wow. So if you have your concealed carry, there's your permit. It is properly permitted. You can carry it. I know, like, my, uh, where I grew up, the fair down there, they don't allow it, period. They've yeah, I don't think I don't signs. think
1: uh, Columbiana County yeah. allows it either. Some
0: of them don't, but, I mean, Canfield's, it's right in the rules. Yeah. And, um, Stevie actually worked under the fairgrounds, or under the grandstands right next to the sheriff's thing. Oh, didn't yeah. And have any issues. So. Yeah.
1: And we'll be discussing more on concealed carry and carry laws in future episodes. Um,
0: now, if you're not listening in Ohio, though, you got to take it, you know, make sure you check your laws. Yeah. Check your Ohio. local and state laws. Yeah, because we're in Ohio and your laws are probably different than ours if you're Somewhere else, so like.
1: And if you're in California, God bless your soul.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, it comes down like I like I said, I carry there. I carry, where I carry it and how I carry it all depends on the situation.
1: Yeah, and that's that goes with like we were saying. That goes for everything. I mean, you're not going to carry a. I wouldn't say you you wouldn't, but most people aren't going to carry a fixed blade knife with them to a wedding reception or
0: something formal. keep fo- my little boot knife.
1: Something formal. Yeah, you, but you're going to carry a smaller one. You're not going to carry... Right. Like, no, I'm not going to carry you know, a six-inch yeah. fixed
0: blade. I'll carry my little two-and-a-half-inch fixed blade. That yeah, can normally I a carry a
1: folder. I mean... Yeah,
0: yeah and that's my normal is a folder.
1: But. Yeah, normally I carry a folder, and um, I have... Three like three or four different ones, and they're all different sizes. So oh yeah, it's kind of cool because I can go. Yeah, you know what that one's going to go yeah, good with. What variety
0: I'm is the spice of life? Dude. It <laughs> is. It is. And that,
1: and it comes down to what you like and what's going to suit you for that day when you're mm-hmm. out. I mean, you know, up here it's getting into the cold weather season, so mm-hmm. like everybody's all excited that it has CCW. They're like large frame guns are coming out.
0: Yep. Hey, I carry my full sizes every day. Some people can. Yeah, my gut hides it most of the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some people can carry full full size every day. I know a lot of people that'll carry in the summertime because they're in shorts and stuff. They'll carry a smaller frame. And then when winter hits, it's, you know.
0: Full frame all day.
1: Glock 17s, Glock 21s. I mean, 1911s. Everybody's busting out the full five-inch frames. Yeah. And they're like, yep, I can tuck it under a hoodie and go.
0: Yep. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my frame allows me to carry, you know, my body frame allows me to carry a full frame, whereas, you know, my wife, she she carries, I think hers is a 3.2 inch barrel. It's a Walter PK
1: 380. I don't know anything about Walter's, Um, except that I eventually want to buy a PPK and put a suppressor on it. Yeah. Thank you, James Bond.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And if I do that, I will also probably hit the lottery, so I will be driving around in a... DB5. Heck yeah.
0: Um, The newer one or the older one,
1: though? No, the DB5. Oh, the DB5. The one from Goldmember. Oh. Or not Goldmember, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Wow. Goldmember. Thank you, Austin (laughs)
0: Powers. (laughs) My think he was the key. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) uh, Wow.
1: Um, Yeah. um, Ever since I've seen that movie as a kid, I loved that car. And... I have looked on eBay several times because I don't know where else to look for cars yeah. like that for sale.
0: Yeah, I don't know, especially. I mean, if you want to get real down to the details, it's got to be right-hand drive.
1: I have found several on eBay, and I actually found one that was used in the movie. It was hmm. one of
0: one of the hero cars,
1: pretty much. And I bet that wasn't cheap. It uh, the starting bid on it was like three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh the cheapest I found one was seventy five grand. And it still yeah. had like three days left on the auction.
0: Oof, yeah, it was hitting a hundred.
1: Yeah. Easy. They 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 are not cheap cars. No. But I want one. Yeah. I mean I mean we all have hopes and dreams. I, I just wanna be able to roll around. B. And... <laughs> <sighs> the, the the Subaru, classic, you know. The Subaru that will never ever Ever, ever. That's like every Subaru owner's dream. Yep. And I used to own a WRX, so the number that he just mentioned, the 22B, is like every WRX, STI, or 2.5 RS in owner's dream. Yeah. I mean, we can make a really cool clone of them,
0: though. Yeah. yeah
1: That's the nice thing about having GC. the Well, the nice thing is, is having the 2.5 RS and then being able to swap all the fun stuff in it.
0: Yeah, yeah except for I think the 22b is a 20g two liter twin turbo because it's really Jap- Japanese it's JDM only well, I guess
1: I'm gonna have to just fly uh, over like, to Japan yeah.
0: then. no you can import a 20g relatively cheap I mean you can import their diesel they have a diesel in Europe and Japan and stuff but they don't make it here don't it's don't touch me like <laughs> I really <laughs> it's I I w- cost you like 10 grand if I'm if I'm gonna import insurance. anything
1: from Japan we all know what that's gonna be it starts with an. it starts with a G and ends with an R. And there's only one letter in between it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're still illegal in the United States. At least the thirty fours. No, the thirty threes and thirty fours. Yeah,
0: well thirty threes and thirty fours, but everybody wants a thirty four.
1: Everybody wants everybody Godzilla. wants a thirty four. Yeah, everybody wants Godzilla. Yep.
0: Um
1: enough on the car talk. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that into future episodes when uh, Zach's back because
0: yeah.
1: Zach is also a um, The other Zach. He is a big gearhead as well. Um, He's more into the European cars.
0: um, (sighs) Volkswagen. (laughs)
1: Volkswagen. The people's car. Um, But yet, he hates BMWs. That doesn't make
0: sense.
1: Or maybe he just hates my BMW.
0: Yeah, he probably just hates your Beamer. That's because he doesn't have a BMW. Yeah, exactly. He drives a Dodge.
1: Yeah. Not even a good one. Well, I mean, now mind you, he did have a really nice Audi, and he had a really nice GTI at one point in time but I don't know what happened like I don't, like, know, I don't know, what I know what happened there that he had to get rid of him
0: like, I don't know at least it, 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 at least I'm hoping it wasn't like my uncle's case he had a nine I don't remember 80 something Fox body Mustang with the 50 high output 5 speed and he put a Vortex supercharger on it
1: yeah, can you stop like I still I'm still <laughs> a little sensitive I still miss I'm my sorry. Mustang
0: his when he got married his wife made him sell it
1: at least my wife didn't make me sell mine I had bought I had bought ours and the running joke was the only reason she married me was because of my car <laughs> um which it was just a basic 2004 Mustang GT 462 valve and here we are still talking about cars yeah oh. um but it was the 40th hey, anniversary
0: every day we're in a car yeah day. every day I mean, yeah I driving, guess you could Dad, yeah on. it is an
1: everyday thing um but yeah, so I got to keep that car, and uh, eventually I had to sell it because I think it sat for a year and a half, and I didn't drive it, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. It's time I've to had, let it go.
0: I've had cars like that. My 94 SVX sold that. I hate those cars. They are weird looking, but they are... They're it's are a flat hit, six. They're hideous looking. Yeah, yeah. They it, it was hideous, but it, it drove like a dream. I Audio would like drive. to see
1: something... I would wish they would have made a turbo version of that.
0: Um, yeah, they they didn't. <laughs> um, but like if we could have look, made stuff happen. Yeah. if you look for his name's Andy Forrest, he's got a GC Impreza that he swapped the SVX flat six into, and he time attacks and. Um, oh wow, and Jim Connor. He's it's in England. But yeah, his name's Andy Forrest. I can't I'll remember. Have to check oh, it out. I'm friends with him on Facebook and follow stuff because of the super forms. Ah, uh, for yes. Um, but he's got that in there. But yeah, I mean, I sold that car because I had to get new carpet because of the stupid cat we had at the point at that point, my wife found out she was pregnant with our oldest. The cat started peeing everywhere. Ah, uh, yes. Got rid of the cat. Had to change the carpet. So car, car had to go bye bye. By- by. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. My my car that I had when I met my wife. Was older than her. It was built in April of '90. Was the manufacture date? Stevie wasn't born until July of '90. Wow. <laughs> yeah, a '90 Legacy sedan, five-speed front-wheel drive. Front-wheel drive.
1: Let's see. I think like the first car that I had was well, I had two car- first cars. Um, I had my winter car, which was an '88 Mazda six-two-six. So, literally, it was, at the time, one year younger than I was, Um, and I had a 92 Ford Probe GT. The only problem was, it was an automatic. Oof. But, there was some work done to the transmission. Um, It had a bigger turbo on it, and that thing would rip. But, the Mazda 626 was a five-speed, and the motors were the same motor. Just, the 626 had the 2.2 liter non-turboed, where the... Uh, Probe had the two point two liter turbo, and both of those cars would rip. But yeah. uh, that that Mazda ended up, uh, it ended up going. I drove it. My stepmom drove it. I drove it. My brother in law drove it, and the uh, front axle shaft sheared off on it. Ooh. And like Ooh. literally, like yeah. we're coming. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it right was done. Yeah, it bar. was yeah. done. I mean, but it was funny as hell, like to see it. Um,
0: yeah, it's like that car. Like watching the drive shaft on a truck explode, oh. especially when it's the front U joint that comes loose.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. You want to see a truck go butt overhead real quick?
1: Especially <laughs> if they're at high speed. Yeah. That makes for a bad day. Yeah. Um, back to back on yeah. topic here. We're
0: back on everyday carry stuff.
1: Um, which you're right, that was part of like our everyday. Yeah,
0: I mean, we're in our cars every day, so I mean, there's
1: the one thing that I hate. Like I said, I hate it. I hate the fact that it's become an everyday carry thing is the cell phones. Um, and, like, I have, you know, your typical apps, and everything on here, yep. like Facebook and all that. The one app that I actually downloaded, um, there's two, actually. Um, and there's better ones out there, of course, I'm sure. But uh, one is called Splits. And um, this is actually for all you shooters. Um, that do IDPA or any of the matches, it actually is a timer. It's the beep timer and everything, and it's really cool. And I've used it quite a bit. And then there's another one, which I actually just recently deleted, because the uh, trial offer expired on the premium version, and after you get rid of the trial offer, it's not as cool. But um, it's called X-Hunt. Um, it's really cool for hunters, but it's also cool for people that like to hike and like to go out in the woods and stuff. And it shows the property boundaries. It shows public hunting boundaries. It shows who owns the property. Um, I mean, it's it's like legit, and it's cool because like it shows everybody's property lines. It shows who owns what. Because um, we ran into the issue um, actually part of my backyard is not owned by us. Huh. It's actually owned by the, the township. So that spot where, like, our fire pit is... Yeah. ...up to the barn, and as wide as that little divot in our backyard is, is owned by the township. That's
0: I don't weird. know why.
1: I thought it was a thing that had been taken care of for a long time ago. And I've seen maps, and... They're like, yeah, it's your property, but then when you look it up on, like, that app or a couple other, like actual satellite maps that show all the property lines, it's still technically owned by the township.
0: I would double-check public record on that instead of going by the apps, because, I mean, the apps, the that, updates, they behind. That
1: uh, X-Hunt was updated two months before I downloaded it. Hmm. So
0: Yeah, but their source files... Yeah, and I don't know for sure... Um, I mean, you know, Google, you see the Google cars running yeah. around taking pictures. Those pictures ain't going to be up for like a year and a half.
1: Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I'm going to just kind of let it go and just keep taking care of it. Well, yeah. I, I mean, was going to go down. Of your backyard. Yeah, I was going to go down and be like, hey, can we just have that property? And my stepdad's like, no, because it'll cost more money. I was like, yeah, smarter idea. I'll just leave that alone.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, apps come in handy. Um, the apps that I use the most... Other than you know, Cashbox, yeah, CastBox. which Cast is, where, Box, which where is where exactly listening. where you, you should will be, be listening to this. it there, because uh, as of this point, that's the only place we're going to be uploading to for a month. For now, we'll get for it now. up onto other streams too.
1: Which it we got again. This is all work in progress. I yep. do believe we'll have it up on iTunes eventually. I got to yeah. see how we got to work with that. And
0: we have. We're going to have to host it. I think on... through Apple. No, it's not through Apple. Um, the only thing I think I read, it's gotta be, we gotta have like a blog or something somewhere where it's initially hosted. Oh, so we might have to build like a Wix website or something real quick and have it put on there or find another hosting service. I'll have to look a little bit more into it. iTunes is kind of, even there, if you create an app, an app, Mm. it's like I have Xcode on the computers. Yeah. Um, you have to pay them for the developer's license before it'll even hit the app store. I mean, if I create something and we both have apples, yeah. if we connect them hardwire, yeah. with the cords to the computer, I can upload the app to your to the to the phone, but I can't put it in the app store. <coughs> Interesting. So, it's there's Apple has their loop their little steps and red tape you got to go through um, to get it up there, um, but some of the other ones are a lot easier. Like Castbox is going to be, it was the easiest and quickest to get up, um, and there's. Still a heck of a lot of stuff available on there. Yeah. A lot of the ones I didn't even realize that I listened to through Apple uh, Podcasts are up on Castbox too.
1: See, that was when I was looking, um, when my friend told me about the Jocko Podcast, I just typed in the Jocko Podcast under the Google search thing, and that was like the first one that popped up, and I was like, all right, cool, I'll try it. Yeah. And now I have like probably 10 different podcasts I follow. And the only reason that I listen to so much podcasts is because I literally drive an hour in yeah. five minutes one way. Yeah. yeah 62 again, miles I'm surprised I've way. never
0: seen you at work when I fly out of out of there. Yeah, most people... Every um, eight days I was flying in and out of there.
1: I think I... Yeah, I don't know how we didn't run uh, into right? each other. <laughs> um, some people know, some people don't. Um, I actually work for... I had mentioned in the first episode for the Department of Homeland Security... Um, I work at, uh, the airport, so I deal with people and run into people, run into a lot of gear junkies. Um, like, I guess that's what you could call us, yeah. uh, am always talking to people about what bags they're carrying and who they, you know, who they like better and, you know, just, just kind of small talk to kind of get the a feel for the person anyways, We're just kind of talking to people. Um, Ran into a guy, actually, the other... Yesterday. Um, He's, uh... He had a Tad's... Triple watt Design Ranger hoodie on. Nice. And a... uh, Triple Out Design Lightspeed. And a group that I'm part of on Facebook. uh, Tad Junkies. He had one of their logos. And I just happened to catch the logo out at the back of the corner of my eye. And I went, wait a minute. You're a Tad Junkie? And I come back up and we were dead. So the guy, me and him... Sat there and BS for a good, like, 25 minutes about nice. gear and stuff. And, um, he carries a, uh, Brian Feltor, uh, bolt pen. Nice. I love those pens. A yeah. little out of my price range. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, but everybody, um, all the guys with, that come through. We get guys come in from, uh, 511. Always talk to them guys, um, Actually, I actually met a rep from uh, Vortex Optics, nice. which uh, I've still got his business card. I actually should probably email that guy. Um,
0: yeah, maybe we can get some stuff to review. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice.
1: We'll see. I got to email him though. Um, I had a couple questions I needed to ask him back uh, when I met him originally about some Vortex, and didn't get a chance to email him. That was so like you
0: got the job. You get to see all these people. I'm stuck on a construction site. It's
1: eh, trust me, it's not as great as it sounds. Some days, and some days you run into people and think they're going to be real cool and they're dicks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happens all over the place.
1: Um, other than that, I think we covered everything that we carry. Um, not r- really anything else. I think I think we covered all the topics tonight.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to share what you carry with us, you know, tag us in your EDC pictures on the Instagram and Facebook. I mean, at daddy underscore brigade underscore podcast um, on Instagram.
1: Or hashtag or, yeah, or, daddy brigade podcast. Or
0: hashtag us in there. I mean, we'll find it and we'll share your pictures too. Um, I mean, you know, spread the word. Share us, guys. I mean, if you like us, cool. If not, that's cool too. I mean, it's, everybody's got their own cup of tea. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we're... Putting out some stuff that you guys like. If there's anything specific that you would like to hear uh, hear from us, you know, tag us on the social media. I mean, just let us know what you what you guys think.
1: Yeah, um, future episodes we got coming up real quick. I'll just kind of uh, we have the infamous AK versus AR debate. Um, I know pretty much everybody has probably. Oh, went yeah. over it. Oh, I'm sure. We have... A hundred thousand times. We have friends on both sides of the fence, yep. so we are going to do one. Um And the one thing, the funny thing is actually, like, we didn't get into is... um Most of the stuff that we carry, some of it we carry because we have children, because we're both dads, hence the reason, yeah. Daddy Brigade Podcast. Med kit. <laughs> the med kit. Um... <laughs> You you never know why you're gonna what you're gonna need with kids, um, yeah. but like this podcast for the AR AK, yeah that one's pretty much just gonna be yeah that's just that's be just gun us power. yeah that's yeah. strictly gonna be on guns yeah I mean. and um it's go- it should be a fun debate uh, because there's two AR people um, if not it'll be a one on one and one. And then me kind of in the middle because I like both platforms very well.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, Our
1: guest that we're going to have game. on is a friend of mine. Um, he's uh, been around both platforms. Has built a few of both platforms. And um, very, very, very knowledgeable guy. And uh, I think you'll enjoy that show really well. Hang on, Harper. Um... Other than that, uh, we have the, what else, uh, I sent you a whole paper yeah, it, shows, yeah, and yeah. there's ones that we gotta go through, and some of these won't be sh- single shows, I doubt that that A-R-A-K will be a one show, I think that's gonna yeah, be a it'll part probably... one, part two,
0: yeah, I mean possibly part three, uh, if it goes that long man, I think we, <laughs> I think
1: we're getting back into a history lesson almost, yeah, um,
0: We'll get into some first aid stuff for sure. Yeah, first aid is definitely um, one that we'll be talking about with kids. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: um, definitely a CCW yep. or concealed carry uh, episode. Um, uh, I actually I was mentioning to you earlier at the beginning of the episode the uh, one of the Leos I work with uh, had told me uh, we should do a episode on uh firearms and how not to get shot by yeah. the cops.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which I kind of found funny um a little bit and um yeah. You know, it's uh we have a bunch of stuff coming up. Um also with the end of the uh end of this podcast tonight, um I want to try to take a moment of silence for uh, all the victims from the uh synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh. All right, guys. At that, we're going to wrap it up tonight. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you uh, to all the service members out there, all the Leos, all the firefighters, EMTs, first responders. You guys keep doing what you guys do.
0: Keep rocking it, guys.
1: This is the Tactical Gnome. Bearded Tank. Daddy Brigade Podcast. Out. Out.